Welcome to the Lynn Sanity, a podcast for the Hello, and welcome to another episode of not Lynn Sanity, folks, but we have our third edition of Shaddy Sanity, and I'm joined by my lovely fill-in co-host this week, Zachary Griffith. Zach, how we doing? I am. I am. I am. I am. Bryce, Bryce, how you doing? I'm doing fine. I'm doing just fine. Uh, you know, I'm doing fine. The schmuck is out again this week. Yeah. Uh, apparently, he finally, you know, works, uh, which that's a change of pace. Really that's is. That's different. Really so, is. Big uh, change of pace. Big change of pace. Caleb, we wish you all the best. You're still a schmuck. Yeah. You missed this week's episode. It's embarrassing. I don't want to hear any of your crap when you get back <laughs> on next week. That, oh, I was working. Yeah, well, we all work. Yeah, I don't want to hear it. Anyway, Zach, what we're here to talk about is week two of the NFL season. Oh, yeah. And we had some great games. We had some not so good games, which we won't talk about. So I'll tell you guys what we're not going to talk about tonight. And rightfully so. And you guys know why. We're not going to talk about the Bills and Dolphins. It's a 35 to zero blowout. There's nothing to talk about. Okay. There's nothing to talk about. Okay. We're not going to talk Saints Panthers. Okay. Jameis Winston turned back into Jameis Winston all of a sudden after his monster week one uh, victory against the Packers. Uh, and we're not going to talk Pat's Jets because, again, Zach Wilson throws four interceptions. There's not much to talk about there, folks. It's the Jets. It's the Jets. They're still they're 0-2. Nothing's changed. All right. And then we're not going to talk about the defending champs just absolutely destroying the Atlanta Falcons and that horrid, horrid defense that they have. All right. So those are the games that we're not going to talk about, folks. But we're going to talk about some great games. And we're going to lead off with Thursday night. Zach, past two weeks. We, we, we crap all over Thursday night games, but boy, yeah. we've had some doozies the first two weeks of the season. Don't you agree? I agree. I mean, we should be shitting on the, the Monday night games because the one right now, you know, on its way to being a blowout. Um, but the Thursday games, yeah, traditionally have been shit. They've traditionally been like Jets, Browns or uh, like Bills, Bengals or something like that. You know, that's that's what we're used to with, with this shit. So, yeah, and finally, the Thursday games are turning around. Taylor Heineke, Bryce, with mm. the football team. He looked great. He looked great. I thought so. I thought so. He made some incredible, incredible throws uh, to, to lead his team to victory, especially in the, la- in the fourth quarter. That, yeah. uh, there was a sequence before we got down to the nitty-gritty of the game where the Giants had taken the lead. And it was it was the pressure was all on Taylor Heineke to lead the team down the field and, and to to finish the drive. And in two throws through two amazing throws he made. They, they, they took the lead and, and, you know, they go on to have the field goal kickings and things like that. But that but that throw to J.D. McKissick on the wheel route, what was a thing of beauty. And then, Zach, I, I told you this the, the day after, that throw that he, it looked like he was throwing away to Ricky Seals-Jones out of the corner of the end zone, but somehow Seals-Jones just came down with it. I mean, just an incredible catch, incredible throw. What, I mean, yeah. what did you think overall the football <laughs> team? Miss, going down with uh, missing Fitzpatrick, bring in Taylor Heineke. What did you think about the football team overall? 
I mean, look, I made a couple pods ago that I was on. I made my thoughts on, on Fitzpatrick known. I, I think he's, I think he's just a heat check. Right? I think he's just a heat check. I like Heineke. I, I liked him in the playoff game last year. He played really well, especially against a team like the Buccaneers who ended up winning the Super Bowl. But yeah, like you said, he looked great. And the football team as a whole, you know, probably top to bottom, the best team in that division. Is that saying much? No, it's not. It's not no. saying much, but you know, the best team in the division, they could probably, my pick right now to win the division. So he looked great. 336 yards, two touchdowns, only sacked once. So he's got a great O-line uh, in his favor. The other guy, you know, the other guy under center in this game, Daniel Jones, Bryce. Daniel Jones. Uh, we'll, we'll get to him. We'll get to him. We'll get to him. Right, I, right, I want right. to talk a little football team here right now. Football team. But I was, I was very impressed with, with scary Terry McLaurin. Yeah. He came out after having a lackluster first game. He's a top 10 wide up. I, his route running is so crisp, in my opinion. I mean, he had 11 receptions, 107 yards, and a touchdown. He had 14 targets, so he caught 11 out of 14, right? Yeah. Obviously, him and Heineke have a, a chemistry that's uh, – honestly, I don't know really where it would have developed – but even when we saw last year when Heineke came in for the playoff game, there was a little bit of chemistry working between him and McLaurin, uh, which is kind of odd because McLaurin is obviously going to run with the ones. Heineke's running with, you know, the twos, the threes, not really getting a lot, a lot of, of team one reps. So to, so to see this is very encouraging for, for Terry McLaurin. Obviously, we know what he can do oh, um, yeah. as a receiver. But, I mean, Zach, I mean, do you feel like Terry McLaurin can finish as a top 10 receiver statistically this season? Yes. Yes. There's no doubt about it. I thought I thought he was a borderline top 10 last year. And now, you know, we, I know we just kind of raved about Heineke, but nobody's calling Heineke a top 15, 17 quarterback <laughs> in the NFL. Nobody. No, I don't think so. Nobody. I don't think so. So, if he's... Putting up, you know, numbers like that on Thursday against, you know, I'm not saying the Giants are an elite defense, but they're not bad. Like they have some good. No, they're, they're good. They're good. Yeah. So absolutely, he's going to be a top ten statistical receiver. And I think even skill wise, he'll be top ten. Uh, I know you like him. You have some personal ties to to Mr. McLaurin, but I do. You know, I even think even you could say bias aside, top ten. You know, top ten. Why not? Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I, I agree with you. I mean, he, he's electric. He's, he's a good playmaker. He learned, he knows the game, and he's a smart receiver. He will find holes Very in the defense. Smart. He will get open. Very. And smart. we saw he can, he can contort his body to make amazing catches as well. If we go back and look at that week one catch that he made, I mean, he said himself the hardest catches he's ever made, and he made it. I mean, just it, he's an incredible receiver. I'm excited to see what he can do moving forward. And Zach, I mean, let, let's go look at the Giants here for a minute. Oh, do we have to? Okay, I know you want to talk about Daniel Jones. I know you want to talk to him, <laughs> but I want to. I'll. I want to save it for a minute. Sure. I want to ask you this question. Yeah. Because I'm panicking a little bit. I'm not going to lie to you. Well, you I, should I, be I'm with the Giants. Panicking. Okay. Is Saquon Barkley ever going to be the Saquon Barkley that we know and love? The athletic freak, the guy that can do it all, that'll rip off big runs, that will run you over that can catch and make dynamic plays. Are you concerned? Not on this team, he's not. 
Not on the Giants. Are you saying he should demand a trade? I, I'm saying his talent is still there. It's still there. I understand the ACL injury last year, but listen, this guy has shown us plenty of evidence that he's still a top 10 running back easily. So he, yeah, he should demand a trade. He's the face of this franchise. In my opinion, if anybody tries to say it's Daniel Jones, they're kidding themselves. Saquon Barkley is the face of this franchise. So he should absolutely demand a trade because there's no offensive line. Uh, He's one of the best dual threat running backs and they're not even throwing to him either because Jason Garrett's incompetent, which is very possible. And I'll ask Kenny Galladay about that. Now ask Kenny Galladay about that. Yeah. Maybe we'll talk about that later, but <laughs> hey, Daniel Jones, <laughs> who just can't, he can't <laughs> Daniel Jones, whatever. We'll talk about him later, but he can't do anything with this offensive line. This offensive line's atrocious. This man only had 57 yards on the ground, only two catches, which is an absolute joke. You can make a case he's like the third best receiver on this team. You can make a case. Yeah, you could. You could. I, I think that's a little far fetched. Far fetched, but uh, you know, I, uh, you could make a case. You could make a case. I mean, Galladay, and then who, who else? I, look, I like Shepard and Slayton. I think they have a good trio there. I think you like Kyle Slayton Rudolph on Thursday. Gives them, I, I look. He had the drop. Okay, he had you the like game on Thursday, dro- Look. Look, I thought I thought Slayton Slayton can make plays. He had the drop. I understand that. Yeah. But I, I still like Darius Slayton as a wide receiver. I do. That's just my opinion. On the flip side, Daniel Jones, you the quarterback. I know you've been you've been waiting to talk about him. Zach, I mean, I look at the stat line and it's not awful. It's not. It's really not. It's not. Okay, on paper, it's he went twenty two of thirty two. 249 yards and a touchdown. He didn't have any turnovers. Um, he did get sacked four times. Back to your point about the offensive line. But, Zach, I mean, what's your beef with Daniel Jones? I mean, he it, it, he really didn't hurt you. It, and we mentioned earlier, you know, he threw a beautiful ball. It, was it a, a maybe a touch overthrown? Maybe. But Darius Slayton dropped a touchdown in the end zone. And it changed the game. Yeah. A, a tad overthrown, a tad overthrown, which easily should have been caught. I remember texting you about that. Uh, it easily should have been caught by Slayton. My problem with Daniel Jones is look, it's year three. Okay. It's year three. And I understand. I understand Jason Garrett is calling the plays, which is an automatic handicap. Just, just ask anybody who played quarterback for the Cowboys the past 10 years. Okay. I understand that's a handicap, but, and another handicap that we've already mentioned is the offensive line. I mean, he was sacked four times. He was sacked four times. I understand Chase Young's on the other side. Okay. But four times, like, come on. A couple times it took him out of field goal range. And that could have been the difference in this game. So I just don't. I'm, I've never been a Daniel Jones guy ever since they drafted him. I'm not saying they should have drafted your guy, Haskins. I'm just saying it wasn't a very strong quarterback draft to begin with and they went after Daniel Jones like he was the guy and so far he's just not so the Giants are in a bad spot they're in a very bad spot because their division is bad enough where they could win it and get in the playoffs and then screw themselves for a couple years to come because they're stuck with Daniel Jones I I agree. I agree. I 
I think this is a put up or shut up year for Daniel Jones. So far, it's um, shut up. It, it, it is absolutely shut up so far, Zach. Um, but Zach, I mean, this game didn't go without late late game drama <laughs> and a controversial <laughs> call. A controversial call at the end of the game. Okay, Dustin Hopkins lines up for a forty eight yard field goal to win the game, and it's wide right. <laughs> All of a sudden, there's a flag on the field. (laughs) Dexter Lawrence appears to be offside on the play, setting up uh, Dustin Hopkins for a 43-yard field goal that he sneaks inside the right upright. That he makes, of course. That he makes. (laughs) Zach, my question to you. Was Dexter Lawrence offside? I thought he was. I watched the replay three or four times. Uh, it is it is very close. You have to admit that. It's really close. It's really close. But I thought he was. I thought it was the right call. Uh, you know, game on the line, literally. I think you got to make that call. If it's that close, I think you got to make the call. If the game's on the line. So, yeah, I think it was offsides. Yeah, I'm with you. I think he was offsides. I mean, it... Here's the thing is you can't blame that entire game on that penalty. All right. I mean, let's look at it. We have the Slayton drop. Okay. Drop is number one. And think about this. The Giants kicked five field goals in which Graham Gano hit all of them. Okay. It's about finishing drives. All right. This is what's going to separate them in that division, a very winnable division, right? You have to finish drives in order to win these games and, and get a leg up in the division. And unfortunately, the Giants weren't able to do that. No. But, hey, overall, great Thursday night game. Don't you agree, Zach? It was. It was two great ones right in a row. Well, let's move on to Sunday. Let's start with uh, Bengals and Bears. Zach, I know you have lots of thoughts on this game. (laughs) But uh, let's talk about Cincinnati first. Sure. Cincinnati. Gave them a run for their money. Got, gave the Bears a run for their money. I mean, oh, yeah. you could uh, honestly say the Bears were were the favorites to win this game. But uh, I mean, Cincinnati, you know, they they seem like a grinded out team this year. You know, they were kind of, they were really bad last year. Burrow goes down with the injury. That team was basically hopeless. Okay, at some point, uh, that the Bengals were down seventeen to three and came all the way back and, and really made it a game here. Uh, Joe Burrow, 19 to 30, 207 yards, two touchdowns, three picks. Not the greatest game from Burrow. Not really what you want to see. Um, Joe Mixon, the only Bengal to to have a rushing attempt in the game. Uh, so, I mean, fantasy owners love to see that out of Mixon. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're talking to one, Bryce. Uh, yeah, Zach took a, took a chance on Joe Mixon. Uh, <laughs> Sort of, kind of paying off, I guess, if if that's what you say. But uh, you know, we'll we'll see how, as the week goes on. I mean, Zach, what what do you what are, should we expect of the Cincinnati Bengals this season, given what you've seen? I know you've made you were on our preview pods. You had your own opinions, but what do you make of this Cincinnati team this year? They're one and one already. Well, surprisingly, this O line isn't as god awful. As I had predicted, uh, you know, especially against a defense like the Bears, where I expected maybe eight sacks, you know, it was well, Joe Burrow was sacked four times. He was sacked four times. I was expecting like eight because the Bengals were also missing some key guys on the line. In this yes, they game. were. You know, Riley Reef in particular. But, you know, 
well, as for what we can expect from the Bengals, look, look, Bryce, look. Yeah, the patented look. The look, the patented look, the patents and Zach look. I'm not a Zach Taylor guy, and neither is your co-host. And I don't think you are either. No, I, I am not either. I am not either. First off, he spells his name the wrong way. Okay. Z-A-C. What is, is it a disgrace to the Zach community? I think so. I think it is. I mean, I've never met any Zach who, any brother in arms who has spelled his name that way. So... <laughs> What a, what a joke. No wonder he sucks. But Pick an H or a K. Come on. Yeah, just pick. Come on. Just pick. I don't care. But as for what we can expect from this team, coaching sucks. All right, coaching sucks. But I think Joe Burrow, you know, he is more than good enough to get around that. Joe Mixon, you know, you know how I feel about committees. So Joe Mixon being the lone back is awesome. I think it's awesome. I think... Committees are becoming more and more popular, and that just irks me the wrong way. I've always thought you should have one dude who is the guy and then a couple complimentary dudes, but that's it. Uh, great receivers, just like last year. Uh, Jamar Chase, I, I, you know, tying together two pretty good games in a row to start off his career. So what can we expect from the Bengals? I'm going to go, you know, if they keep up this pace... The division, you know, we don't know what the division is going to look like yet. I'm still anticipating them coming in last just because of Baltimore and Cleveland. And I think Pittsburgh's defense will make up for any, uh, you know, washed tendencies of Ben Roethlisberger. But what can we expect from them? I'll go six wins. Six. six. Wins. I'll, I'll give wow. them six and 11. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I mean, based on what we saw, you know, we, there were a lot of question marks coming into the season with Cincinnati, right? Interesting to see what Joe Burrow would do after his ACL injury. Um, you know, the decision to pass on Panay Sewell um, and, and draft Jamar Chase <laughs> and then have Jamar Chase have drop issues in the preseason. A lot of question marks coming this season. I think Jamar Chase has looked fine. You know, I, I, Joe, I was pretty harsh on Jamar Chase and his drops in the preseason. Yeah, you were. Uh, rightfully and, so. Rightfully so, though. But, but I think Joe Burrow, I think he's coming out with something to prove. Yes, he didn't have a great game here, but he, he's going out there to prove something, right? He's proven that he's still a gamer, that he can still play with the best of them, that he belongs in this league, that he deserved to be the number one pick. And people are still questioning that. I think... I think he's proven that coming out here in these first two uh, games of the season. I think he, he's not afraid to, to make the play. He's not afraid to take risk and chances. chances. And I, I think he's just here to win games. I'm, I think he's here to turn this franchise around. You know, and, I think and he as, can. I think he can. I, I absolutely think he can. And the Bengals, if they can get their personnel decisions straightened out, I think this is a team that can look forward to the future with, with, with great encouragement. I think the fan base should be encouraged. Um, the defense Absolutely. is still a work in progress. Um, you know, they, they, the pass rush was there. They were able to get three sacks total in the game. I think they get a couple more playmakers on that defense. You know, they, they could be, uh, they could challenge in the division. I'm not saying win the division, but they could give some team, some teams fits down, down the road. Now shifting over to Chicago, mm. they didn't have the best game offensively. Shocking. Zach Andy Dalton goes down with the knee injury, and we hear the diagnosis this uh, today. 
Uh, he's day to day. Bears also say if he's healthy, he's going to play. <laughs> Justin Fields came in, didn't play great. He didn't play great. He's six no, he 13, didn't. 60 yards in an INT. Um, he did have 10 carries for 31 yards, which I think is interesting. Um, given uh, given that J- Justin Fields wasn't the greatest runner in college. Uh, trust me, I watched a lot of Justin Fields. Right. Right. Uh, I think he's running more in the NFL than he than he ever did in college in a game. I'll be completely honest with you. But yeah, Zach, folks. Zach, yeah. Is this the window for Justin Fields to take over the starting position permanently two games into the season? Listen, Bryce, listen, I hate saying this. Okay. I hate saying this, especially since an injury is involved, but could be a blessing in disguise for the Bears. Oh, wow. Oh, you went there. It could be a blessing in disguise for the Bears because first off. Oh my gosh. First off. Okay. First off. Justin Fields, you know what? Just, I'm going to go here. The Bears, quit talking up Fields, all right? Did you see that quote before the game? Justin Fields impresses Bears staff. Yeah, please More stop. and more every week. It's like, okay, then why Why uh, is Andy Dalton playing? Why is Andy Dalton playing? And also, what does that do for Andy Dalton's confidence? You know? I mean, how many times have I said to you off the air or on, they did the same thing with Mike Glennon and Mitch Trubisky. The, the exact same thing. Yep. Give Mike Glennon this contract, and they're like, you're our guy, but hey, we're going to draft this dude who is definitely going to play in the near future if you suck. So don't suck. And then Mike Glennon sucks, and they put in Trubisky, and that's it. Same thing going on here, except Dalton gets hurt, and not to mention he wasn't playing that well in the first place. Justin uh, Fields- I mean, I- Oh, he's nine of 11, 56 yards and touchdown. Beautiful slant route to Allen Robinson for the yeah, touchdown. That was a good throw. That was a good throw. But I just think Justin Fields needs to start. And it's the same thing with another team in the NFC we're going to talk about later. Oh, I'm sure we'll, we'll get plenty of that as well. Fields needs to start. I don't get I don't get wait. I hate it when teams draft a quarterback really high and it's a really promising quarterback too. And then they mess around with this veteran quarterback that everybody knows what he is. And I just, I hate it. I hate it. So hate to say it's a blessing in disguise, but it kind of is because if Dalton can't go next week, we're finally going to get fields. And I think it's going to be good for Bears fans. Well, yeah. And I, and I think it will be good as well. I mean, here's my concern though, Zach is my concern is Matt Nagy. This is my big concern. This is, this is an atrocious offensive game from a guy that is highly touted as a great offensive mind. Okay. You're telling me that you only get a total of a little over a hundred yards passing and you rush for 120 yards rushing. So you're telling me you can only generate (laughs) about 200 yards of offense against the Cincinnati Bengals. Zach, I'm concerned. And I think it's because they're messing around with the quarterback. That's exactly why Bryce, you can't get any flow. You get no flow with Dalton. You get no flow with fields because you're subbing them in and out. Okay. This is very confusing for not only your offensive line, because you're going to protect Andy Dalton differently than you're going to protect Justin Fields because they're two different quarterbacks. Yeah. 
right? You have no flow. You have no rhythm and you're just wasting talent. Look, David Montgomery has been coming along. I've hated on David Montgomery. I really yeah. have, but he has been running. Do I like recall you saying cut him last season? Yeah, I did say cut him. I did say cut him because he was, he was a no show. He was a no show on the cut offense, him. but you know what? He's, he's come out and he's played extremely well. You're wasting talent like Allen Robinson. You're telling me Allen Robinson mm. can only muster two catches for 24 yards on four targets. Can do more than that. You're telling me Darnell Mooney gets more <laughs> targets than Allen Robinson. That's a joke. No disrespect. No disrespect to Darnell Mooney because I think he can be a good receiver in this league. No, but disrespect. that's a joke. Disrespect because Allen Robinson is leagues ahead of Darnell Mooney. Allen Robinson. <laughs> when you top 10 receivers. Yeah, yeah, I was going to, that's where I was going, Zach. Allen Robinson can be a top, you know, it's a joke is that they franchise tag him and they hold him hostage. And that franchise, it's a joke. It is an absolute joke. We don't but want to Zach, pay you, but we don't want you to go anywhere either. So, but Zach, I think the real reason the Chicago Bears really won this game was because of their defense. Oh, and that so defense, no. we, we know it is a legitimate defense, even oh, yeah. though they lost a lot of pieces, three interceptions, including a pick six. Um, they even recovered a fumble as well. So they turned the Bengals over four times. And honestly, that's the difference in the game. Look, you lose the turnover battle and, and you get a pick six, which, by the way, Roquan's, Roquan Smith oh, yeah. absolutely shook whatever <laughs> offensive lineman schmuck they have out there. <laughs> absolutely. I think his ankle still might be on the field, Zach. I'll be honest. Did you see it? I saw Did it. Did you see it? Yeah, it was awful. My goodness. And then Joe Burrow was thrown to the ground like a rag doll at the goal line. Bur- Joe, let me just give you a word of advice. Get out of the way, Joseph. Get out of the way, my son. Please. You got sunned. God, you did get sunned. <laughs> not only is it embarrassing, it's dangerous to your health. You know you're not going to make that tackle against a linebacker in the NFL. Hell I'm no. sorry. Hell I'm no. sorry. But, I, Zach, I mean, talk to me about this defense, man. I mean, they lost a lot, but they're still good. Oh, 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 oh. they're still great. I mean, they, you can make a case they're the best in the NFC. As a matter of fact, I can't think of a better one. You know, maybe, maybe Tampa, maybe, 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 maybe. Uh, uh, Denver. Chicago. Yeah, if you want to go the whole league, Denver. Uh, the NFC, I would say the Bears are the best. I would say they're the best, mm-hmm. uh, and they proved it in this game. You know, talking about Roquan Smith, Khalil Mack once again. Having a stellar game, no surprise. Uh, John Gruden wants to get him back, but too, you know, too bad. Mm, uh, I think they hung up on that phone call. <laughs> I think that's what I heard. But again, this is why I want Justin Fields to play because you know the defense is going to show up every week. You just know it. You just know it. And I feel like you can unlock something with this offense just by putting Fields in there. And then maybe finally, for the first time in Bears franchise history, you get some. You get some equity on both sides of the ball. So I don't really have much to say on this defense because, you know, they lose Kyle Fuller, uh, who I thought was a big loss. Turns out, no. Turns out, no, they can make do with with these guys. So, um, you know, Eddie Jackson's still going to get his. He still had three tackles, uh, made some plays in the secondary. So Roquan Smith, you know, he was a high draft pick when they picked him in 2018. And... 
you know, now he's finally, not finally. I mean, he's always been good, but he's like clearly has learned a thing or two from Khalil Mack. So I, I love this defense. I love this defense. Yeah, it'd be something interesting to, to see looking forward. Uh, moving on, though, Zach, we have the Cleveland Browns playing the Houston Texans this uh, week. Uh, the Browns come out with the W, 31 to 21. Zach, you know what I'm baffled by? I, I, seriously, in all seriousness, you know what I'm baffled by? What? Is Cleveland has all of these big name weapons. Big name weapons. But yet, it's the guys that you've never heard of that seem to make the plays that score points. Now, here's, here's what I mean. Here's what I mean. Or, or just, I, I don't even know what, Andy Janovich, fullback, touchdown. Felton. Right? Demetric Felton, their <laughs> third string running back, takes a swing pass <laughs> and breaks about three or four tackles and gets in the end zone. I mean, an incredible oh. play, Zach. I mean, it, it really was. I think it was a 33-yard yard pass. It, uh, he caught it behind the line of scrimmage and took it all the way home. I mean, Kevin Stefanski, I think you have to talk about him when you talk about top offenses of minds in the league. Absolutely. I think you have to talk about him. Absolutely you, know, you do. And, and Zach, I'm not even concerned. They, they lose Jarvis Landry for the next couple of weeks due to MCL spring. Zach, I'm not even concerned that they don't have Jarvis Landry or Odell Beckham Jr. I mean, Zach, yeah. I mean, talk, talk about this Cleveland offense and, and what you see from them. Well, first off, best offensive line in the AFC. All right. It's, it's the best. It's the oh, incredible. Even though they the lost Jedrick the Wills. They lost Jedrick yeah, Wills, sucks. but it's still good. That sucks. But, you know, I'm maybe not the best in the league, but I think the best in the AFC. Um, also, best running back duo in the NFL. Absolutely. I, is it close either? I don't know. I don't think no, it is. it's not. And, and you know what's funny is Kareem Hunt even out-touched Nick yeah. Chubb this game. Yeah. He out-touched him by two, and Nick Chubb had 44 more yards <laughs> than Kareem Hunt. And it's not like Kareem Hunt had a bad game either. He had 51 right. yards. On 13 carries, four, you know, almost a four yard per carry average. So this this offense is the best Cleveland has had since God knows when. I mean, you have three solid tight ends. You know, maybe the best tight end group. I, I mean, I, it, yeah, I mean, it's probably true. It's up probably there. True. It's up there. I mean, I don't know who else has three uh, maybe tight the ends. Bucks. The Bucks. The Bucks. Yeah. Yeah. But in terms of like three serviceable tight ends who you can put out there anytime. And they all had catches. I think between all three of them, they had 11 catches. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, Hooper was a pro bowler a couple of years ago. Uh, and Joku has always been solid. Bryant was pretty good last year. So, you know, and then you're talking about the, the receivers. If they lose Landry, I'm a little concerned. I know he only had one catch uh, for nine yards, but. It's still Jarvis Landry. I'm a little concerned. Um, but, you know, both Chubb and Hunt are good receiving backs. Talked about the tight end, so they got those guys to fall back on. Peoples-Jones, uh, you know, he's fine. Higgins is fine. So, uh, this offense is awesome. It's awesome. And they almost beat the Chiefs last week. And, you know, they beat a ransacked Texans team this week. So, I'm feeling good about the Browns if I'm a fan of them. And yeah, that's their offense is awesome. 
Yeah, I mean, and so is their defense. Now, you know, I I do feel like they shouldn't have given up 21 points to this Houston Texans no, team. No, no. Um, I think there's still a work in progress. Uh, it's still meshing together. But, I, I mean, they have some dogs on this defense. I mean, they, oh. they absolutely have some guys. I think it, it'll really pay off when Cleveland makes the playoffs. And, yes, I said when Cleveland makes the playoffs. Oh, yeah, they're making the playoffs. They're, they're making, making the playoffs. It. And I think the defensive moves that they made in the offseason, it's going to pay off. The Troy Hill signing, the John Johnson want the Clowney. signing. Clowney signing, the Tack McKinley signing. Uh-huh. You know, you go out and you draft Greg Newsome. Uh, you get these guys. You have young guys on this defense. It's going to pay dividends. And you establish that run game like Kevin Stefanski likes to do later in the season. I think they're taking the same approach offensively as they did last season. They're going to establish the run game. And then they're going to open you up and let Baker Mayfield sling the ball. I mean, Baker Mayfield had a very efficient game. Yeah, he did. 19 of 21. He did have one of the picks, so that's one of his incompletions as a pick. Um, but it obviously didn't hurt him in the game. Um, but, I mean, Cleveland's in a good spot. They're in a good spot. Very you good. know, the, the Ravens look very beatable this year. Okay, Pittsburgh looks very beatable this year. Oh, yeah. Oh. I, like I said in, my, in the preseason preview, I think Cleveland wins this division. I really do. I agree. I think they win this division. I agree. Uh, but Zach, let, let's talk about Houston for a minute. Oh. They were cute. <laughs> I think the cuteness runs out. And here's why, Zach. Everybody's cute when they play against Urban Meyer. That, that is true. But I, but I think this is, the big, this is the big blow here. Tyrod Taylor, um, health issues. Once yeah. again, this time, pulled right. hamstring. Sounds like he may be out four to six weeks. Davis Mills, one of their draft picks this past year. I believe they took him in the third round. Didn't look great in relief of Tyrod Taylor, got to say. Oh. 8 to 18, 102 yards. Did have a touchdown, but did throw an INT. <laughs> uh, Zach, I, I, I don't think Houston's going to be very competitive after, after the loss of Tyrod Taylor. What do you think? Listen, Bryce, listen. I have my notes here. Texans may not win again. <laughs> oh my gosh. They may not oh, win again. Even when, when Taylor comes back. With no Tyrod. With no Tyrod. With no, with no Tyrod. Okay. No Tyrod. So, all right. Until then. I mean, listen. I see. As soon as Davis Mills put on his helmet and stepped onto the field, this game was over. This game was over. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I it's agree. over. Wave the white flag. It's done. Again, another team with a committee. Um, just absolutely miss me. Absolutely it, miss me. It's such a joke that Philip Lindsay only gets five carries. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I get he only had two yards, but come on, guys. Philip Lindsay's good. He's good. Mark Caleb, Ingram Caleb Lynn is can not suck it. No, no. Lynn, Lynn can suck it. Philip Lindsay is a legitimate running back in this league. He's awesome. He's good. He's good. If, if not a number one anymore, he is definitely a solid number two. Oh, Phil Lindsay's my number two. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling very good about where I am with the running backs. But you're yeah. right about Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram had a nice year with the Ravens, the year Lamar won MVP. Hasn't done shit since. Okay. He, he's David. Yeah, let, yeah, let me tell you. Week one was a fluke. Yeah, it was. Okay. Mark Ingram probably is, it will maybe run for 100 yards like one more time this season. Maybe David Johnson one. is washed. Okay. They're just holding on to David Johnson because that's what they got in return for DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, you had to. So they had to. 
And, you know, that's it. This is, I mean, you know, five years ago, this probably would have been a, a good committee. It would have been a great committee five years ago. Uh, yeah, it would have been great. It would have been fine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think the other thing that, that, that you look at is you really need Houston's wide receiving core to step up, okay? Brandon Cooks, all right? Brandon <laughs> Cooks has been great. Yeah, okay. Nine receptions this week, 78 yards and a touchdown. He had 14 targets. But I mean, when I look at this, Zach, every other wide receiver either has one or two catches and they only have one or two targets. Okay. Now Nico Collins, a promising rookie out of Michigan. Uh, he he's out uh, for a few weeks due to an injury. So now you're down to Andre Roberts, Jordan Atkins, Chris Conley, Danny Amendola and Farrell Brown. And then you're running backs out of the backfield backfield. Yep. With, with a rookie quarterback, <laughs> I'm not feeling great if I'm the Houston Texans. Fuck no. I'm oh, not. No. And, no. and really, there's no bright spots on that defense. You barely have a pass rush. Uh, you're not amazing at corner. You know, I think Desmond King being their best corner, that, that's probably not what you want. Maybe two years ago, that's what you wanted. Yeah. But I mean, I, I'm really concerned for this Houston Texans team. I think they're going to. You know, they're, they're one win. They're, they're going to hold on to that. They're going to stay in, in that that win column at one for a while, in my opinion. Is it going to be like the Jaguars last year who beat our Colts in week one and then went it over? It is very, very, very possible that that is how that ends up. I do think so. Wow. But moving on, Zach, we have to talk about our Colts. Yeah. We have to talk about our Colts. Yeah. Uh, we did play the Rams. Uh, the Rams sneak out of out of Indy uh, with a 27-24 win. Big story, Zach taking a lot of heat for it. Carson yeah. Wentz yeah. Uh, gets rolled up on yeah. uh, in, in the red zone uh, yeah. the right after or right before uh, the Colts need a game winning drive. Yeah, uh, where Jacob Eason comes in. Zach, yeah, you watched the game. I yeah, didn't get I to did. catch much of it. I'll be honest with you. All right. What did you see? Oh, I wish I hadn't Car- caught much of it. Yeah, right. But what did you see from Carson Wentz in that game? I mean, look, he looked good. He looked good before, you know, the ankle rolls. I didn't see the first one. Obviously, I saw the second one when he got ransacked by Aaron Donald. Uh, but, you know, he looked good. He had a nice connection with Michael Pittman uh, throughout the game. Which is good to see. It's about time Pittman shows up. I mean, maybe the best game of Michael Pittman's career. I know it's only been two years, but not even two years, but yeah. It's, but this is what I feel like this is a realistic expectation that we should have. Yeah. Everybody. I, I mean, I drafted him in fantasy thinking he was going to break out this year. So I was happy to see it. Of course I left him on my bench, so it didn't matter, but you know, <laughs> he was, he was awesome. He was awesome. Had over a hundred yards receiving. Uh, and I thought Wentz looked fine. What I don't understand, Bryce. Well, just here's what I don't understand. What the fuck happened to Jonathan Taylor? What? Why he got taken out of the game in like the third quarter, and I kept checking Twitter to see if he was hurt because all I saw was Marlon Mack, who didn't even play a single snap in Week One. So I was like, "Where is jo- Where is Jonathan Taylor, a top five rusher in the NFL last season? Where is he? Never saw him again." Never saw him again. Didn't see. We saw like a couple plays with Naheem Hines, and that was it. And then we just got Marlon Mack the rest of the game. So I, I don't know why Taylor got taken out. Uh, another factor the the o, the O line was awful. It was awful. Julian Davenport is 
trash. He's he's, trash. he's garbage. He's garbage. What, what did I what did I text you? I texted you and Caleb. I put in all caps. <laughs> I cannot wait for the words to flash across my phone screen. The Colts have cut Julian Davenport once we're healthy. I cannot wait. I can't wait for that. I mean, I'm going to give the O-line like half a pass because as far as I know, the full unit has never practiced together when healthy because Eric Fisher was out all offseason, didn't play week one. It's a miracle you've even played this week. Um, and Braden Smith has been out uh, this week. So <sighs> I I feel like when the when the whole five of them are healthy, they're going to be a really good unit, and we're going to be back to where we're used to with the Colts. Um, but the running back thing just boggled my mind. I didn't know why Marlon Mack was even dressed for the game, uh, let alone playing. So it was just really sad to watch because it was a great game, and it was just ruined by one of the you know the best defensive player in the league taking our quarterback and, you know, maybe causing him to miss a couple games because our overline well, sucks. And I got to say, I feel like a little bit, when I look at that play, I don't know, it almost seemed a little bit of a dirty play. I wouldn't go that far. I wouldn't go that far. No. It, it kind of looked like it. I'm, d- I'm just saying, it, it kind of looked like it. But, but, Zach, I will say, if Carson Wentz is out, you know, we, we have, the Colts have issues. Okay. And, and actually I, I'm about to get a little heated here. I, I'm not even going to lie to you, Zach. I, I'm going to go on here for a second. All right. Okay. I'll give you the, I'll, I'll let you ISO. I'll let you ISO. <clears throat> the front office needs to quit messing around. Okay. All right. Don't come out here and give us vague crap about what Carson Wentz's injury is. Okay. Don't say if he's fine, he's going to play. Okay. How bad is it? Okay. And stop saying Jacob Eason will be ready because he was not ready to come in and and lead that last drive. He threw at Jalen. He, he threw two passes. The last two passes he threw were at Jalen freaking Ramsey. The one of the best corners in the league, maybe the best corner league. He throws at him twice. And you know what the last one was? It was an interception. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jacob, let me give you a word to the wise buddy. Okay, throwing at Jalen Ramsey at the end of the game, not smart, my guy. I don't care if that's what the play is. The guy wasn't even open. Both times you threw at him, the guy wasn't open, period. He wasn't. Not even close to being open. And you know what? You know what I'm sick of? I'm sick of the Colts players standing up there and saying that the play is unacceptable. Then fix it. (laughs) It's been two weeks. You, you, All of you, every last one of you have come up there and said it's unacceptable. Then what are you doing about it? Yeah, right. Because nothing's been fixed. Carson Wentz is now hurt because you guys can't protect him. Carson Wentz did nothing. He didn't try to play hero ball. He's not playing hero ball. No. He's running for his life. He's not He's not trying to make a play. And in fact, in fact, I'll tell you what, Carson Wentz has been an outstanding playmaker. Zach, I did catch. He's the, been fine. The throw, the throw, there was third and 14. We were yeah. deep in our own territory. Okay, Carson Wentz is on the run. He took a massive hit from Aaron Donald, and he delivered a bomb to Michael Pittman, who made a great adjustment to bomb. Absolutely, bomb. bomb. That's a that is Carson Wentz playmaking. If you can give him more time, okay, the Colts are in great shape. 
But the offensive line needs to shape up. And I'll tell you what, this defense has to shape up too. I called out Darius Leonard last week. Zach, I don't know if you listened or not. I did. I called out Darius Leonard. Yeah. Okay. You need to put up or shut up. Yep. You got the bag. You you make all these claims. You're the best linebacker in the league. This defense is awesome. Then show it. You lead the defense. You 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 whip those cornerbacks into shape. Absolutely. There should be no reason why Cooper Cup goes for nine and one sixty three and two. No reason. Yep. yep. No reason. Absolutely no reason. And, and by the way, the run defense isn't great either. No, Henderson was balling before he got hurt. Yeah, and, and Michelle gets forty six yards. Sony Michelle. Sony Michelle. Sony fucking Michelle. They acquired two weeks before the season started. It's a joke. But was, I mean, on the flip side, you, you have to give watch. look. You have to give credit to the Rams. Okay, sure. it's not like yeah. the Rams aren't scrubs. You have you're going against Matthew Stafford and Sean McVay. Okay, Matthew Stafford, one of the the elite. Uh, I, yes, I will say Matthew Stafford is an elite quarterback. Absolutely, yeah, elite yeah. elite quarterback, elite offensive mind on the sideline. Something's got to give, right? And it did. And this time it was Cooper Cup that hurt him. I mean, Zach Cooper Cup through two weeks. Looks like the wide receiver one on this team. I don't know. What, oh. what do you think? He's absolutely the wide receiver one on this team. Absolutely. I mean, Robert over Bobby Woods. Woods. Yeah, over Robert Woods. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's just because he's playing the Colts and Cooper Cup always, you know, he loves, loves to absolutely fuck the Colts. But the first time I ever heard of Cooper Cup was actually against the Colts. 2017 season opener. He yep. absolutely cooked us. Yep. But... <laughs> He's. I think he's number one. I think he's number one. And if he's your number one, that's nothing to scoff at. I don't think. I mean, McVeigh's always known how to use him. He's loved him since he got there. Robert Woods is really good as well. You know, not so much on Sunday, but he's really good. I think if Woods and Cup are your top two receivers, nobody's going to complain about that. Nobody. No, no. And then you have Van Jefferson in the in the slot. I think it, yeah. it's very soft. And you can even flex Cooper Cup to the slot. And that and that's how they use him a lot of the times. And that's why it gets open. And Zach, I'll tell you, Rams Bucks next week is going to be awesome. That's going to be fun. It's going to be a great game. In fact, I hope we get a shootout. I want to see a good old fashioned gunslinging shootout. Matthew Stafford, Tom Brady. I, I think both defenses are good. Yep. I think the Bucks do have an issue with their secondary. Um, they And it kind of showed again in the game against Atlanta. Uh, Matt Ryan was able to make some plays. So I think it'll be interesting. Well, both undefeated teams. Somebody's going to lose yep. with their – somebody's going to leave that game with their first loss of the season. Well, I think it's going to be a great match. Rams-Chiefs from a couple years ago? That it, yeah, game? it's going to – I don't know if it'll get that, but it's going to be an <laughs> awesome game. I will say that. <laughs> I will say that. But uh, moving on, Zach, we're going to talk about the other team that you just want to crap on, but we'll get to. We're going to talk 49ers-Eagles. Mm. Uh, kind of a boring game when you look at it. Oh, yeah. Kind of a boring game when you look at the, the scoreboard. Uh, 17-11, not a whole lot going on here. Um, I'll tell you what was going on, though. San Francisco running backs getting hurt once again because yep. what else is new? No question. Um, but, Zach, uh, we didn't see Trey Lance in this game. No, didn't, didn't see Lance. Nope. But Jimmy G played well. You really can't complain about what Jimmy G's given you. He was good. He was solid. 
He was good. You got to say that. And Elijah Mitchell, the fantasy waiver wire gem that everybody was salivating over. Another good game. Busted. Uh, oh, I thought game. he was fine. He busted in this game. 17 carries, 42 yards. Uh, let's see. He had two catches for 11 yards as well. So really didn't do what everybody thought he would. Um, but I mean, San Francisco did what they had to do. They did what they had to do to win the game. And, and they got a, a win over a scrappy Philly team. Uh, you got to give Philly credit at the end of the day, though. But, uh, I mean, let's start with the 49ers, Zach. I mean, mm. defend Trey Lance, your Trey Lance decision here, because Jimmy G looks fine. <laughs> he does look fine. All right, he looks fine. But here's what I will say. He only scored 17 points against the Eagles. Okay. The Eagles, their defense is not great. So he only scored 17 points. And he almost blew it against Detroit last week who just got done getting bodied by the Packers. Okay. So I still think it's time for Lance props to Jimmy G for, you know, delaying the inevitable, but he's been playing well. I can't say anything too bad about him. One thing I will say that's bad. It's not totally his fault. Only four targets for George Kittle. That's just comedic. That is absolutely yards on those four four receptions as well. That, that is laughable. That is laughable. Now, Devo Samuel separating himself from the pack here in a good way. Yeah. A guy who is separating himself in a bad way, Brandon Ayuk. Brandon Ayuk in the doghouse right now. <laughs> in the doghouse. One catch people are saying season? he's a Yeah, I, people are saying he's a bust now. I am not No, 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 no. I'm no, not no. buying that. I think no. this is going to improve. I really I really think he's going to get in, in Kyle Shanahan's good graces later on this season. Yeah, I mean, did I drop him after week 1? Absolutely. Absolutely dropped him, but I'm not saying he's a bust yet. His rookie season was too good and Jimmy G has always leaned toward Debo Samuel and, and George Kittle. So no, he's not a bust. Um, obviously I'd still rather see Lance, but you know, good for Jimmy G. Good for Jimmy G. Press. Yeah. I mean, here's how I see it is I see the 49ers are very bland on offense right now. And I think Lance gives you that dynamic playmaking that I think is missing from this offense. I mean, listen to this sack. Okay. On the stat line, you look at it. Jimmy Garoppolo had 11 carries, technically, for 20 yards. Oh. Okay? Now, I want you to think about what oh. Trey Lance would be able to do on 11 carries a game. Right? I'm saying he could get fit somewhere between 50 and 80 yards, maybe even 100, if okay. it's Trey Lance out there. I agree. And that's where I think this can take that San Francisco team to another level. And, and Zach, when we look at this division, right, Seattle – can put up points, yeah, 30 points at any given game. We, we see the Rams. They can put up 30 points any given game. Kyler Murray is on a freaking tear right now, and we're going to talk about that awesome game MVP. later. MVP. 30 points any, ga- any given game. 17 points is not going to cut it for the Niners. They're going to get blown away. That's what I'm saying. So I, uh, they, need, they, need, they need a solid running back that is not injury-prone like Hasty, uh, Trey Sermon, he got a concussion. He's in concussion protocol. Jeff Wilson's still on IR right now. Uh, uh, you know, they need to get Ayuk going. Most are, he needless needs to, get to going. say. Most, right, most are done for the season. But, I mean, the, the thing that's really helping them is this defense. And, Zach, I mean, Nick Bosa, two sacks oh, yeah. this week. Oh, yeah. Bosa, Good to have him back. 
Good to have him back. Good Absolutely. to see him. Yeah, looking good. Both the Bosa brothers back looking good this season. Um, you know, Fred Warner's doing his thing. Um, definitely still have holes on this offense, but uh, I mean, they're, they're kind of helping them win these games right now. I got to say, but yeah. uh, looking at Philly, hmm. Jalen Hurts, not a, an amazing game. Not as good as last week. But this is this is kind of what I see with, with Trey Lance, though, is I kind of see Trey Lance kind of having the state the stat lines that Jalen Hurts can. And I think he could be even better. Right. I mean, Philly's still going to be a work in progress, but it's encouraging that they're competing with these teams, Zach. But I mean, what are your overall thoughts of Jalen Hurts? I mean, a lot of question marks coming in the season for him. I mean, he's looked great. I know this was a very good defense he went up against and I thought he looked fine. All things considered, it's probably the best defense. Yeah, I don't remember all his starts last year, but I would guess it's the best defense he's played against in the pros. So, I mean, I've always liked him. You you can attest to that. I wanted the Colts to draft him last year, and I was really upset that the Eagles took him. I was really upset. I was hoping he'd fall to us. But I've always liked Jalen Hurts since college, especially at Oklahoma. I really thought he was... I thought he could translate to the NFL. And so far he has. I know not a big sample size, but uh, I just enough with acting like his job is being threatened. Okay. Because who's behind him? We got Joe Flacco who is just waiting to be escorted into the nearest retirement home. And Gardner Minshew, who we know exactly what he is. Okay. We we know what he is. He's, he's the next, uh, he's like Ryan Fitzpatrick light. As far as I'm concerned, (laughs) Okay, probably a little worse. So Jalen hurts, I think should hands down be the starter for not just this season, but many seasons to come. Um, he's developing a nice little chemistry with Devontae Smith. Uh, as for the other weapons, Miles Sanders, always liked him. Uh, Jalen Rager, back to his usual self this week. Two receptions for five yards. Uh, <laughs> no Eagle had more than two receptions, which I think is a problem. Um, and they're just kind of phasing Zach Ertz out. And I just... Zach uh, now he's on still, the COVID list. He's still good. He's still good. Yeah, and now he's on the COVID list, so... You know, yeah, I mean, Zach, I, I am. I gotta say though, I expect more out of Miles Sanders. I really do. Yeah, this week was not uh, his best showing. It wasn't his best. I, 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 Zach, he's starting to strike me as a boomer bust guy. If he doesn't hit a big play in a game, I think he's worthless. I think yeah, he's like every other yards is guy. all right on thirteen carries. It's a, it's four point two average. He's fine. Fine. One catch, I I agree. One catch is bad. One catch, he needs more than that. But he's a good playmaker. But it, again, if, if he doesn't hit a home run every play, it it just seems like he he's disinterested. Do you think he's a starter? You think if he's your starting running I think back? He, I think he okay. can start, but I don't I don't think he's a top fifteen. I don't know if he's a top fifteen running back. Right. I don't know. I have to think about that. I have to think about that. I don't know. I have to think. Wow. Wow. Yeah. You know what? There's a lot of good. Uh, you might be right. He's probably just on the outside. Yeah. I mean, it's close, but I don't know. He's top 15 anymore. 
Yeah, Misfit was know. Kenneth Gainwell. Misfit was Kenneth Gainwell. I don't know, man. G- Gainwell. I mean, he, uh, he's he is uh, he is a threat in the pass game. He is a threat in the pass game, and and I think he runs hard. Well, Hurts is their leading rusher, eighty-two yards. Yeah, I mean, but that's what you're going to get week in and week out from Hurts. Yep. That's what you're going to get from him. Period. You know, uh, I mean, I mean, as far as Philly's defense goes. Um, I think they're still trying to figure out. Unfortunately, they lose Brandon Graham to the, for the season due to a ruptured Achilles. I mean, massive, massive loss. I mean, talk about, you know, one of the best players on that defense. I mean, that's that's Brandon Graham. He has brutal been loss. for years. Brutal, brutal loss. I mean, that that's tough to replace right there. Um, you know, I, I, again, I think Philly has a chance in the division. I mean, they absolutely do. I, I, I'm not ready to write them off yet. I, I think it's anyone's really? division. Really? I really do. I, I, I think Philly's going to compete. Wow. I think they're a team that, yes, they're not going to be great. But if you're not careful, I think they can sneak up on you. I mean, I, I, I really do think they have playmakers on offense. I mean, Jalen Hurts can can make plays. Again, Miles Sanders can make, can make plays, but they're boomer bust plays. Right? Devontae Smith, he, you know, he's going to be fine. Um, yeah. You know, whoever else you want to throw out there. Quez, you saw Quez Watkins make a play this week. Um, Jalen Rager can make plays. Will he? More often than not. <laughs> or more, more not than often. But, I mean, I, I think if you're not careful, you know, Philly can really sneak up on you, in my opinion. I mean, but there's a lot anyway, of talent. There's no doubt. I think there's talent on that team. There's always so been I think talent. it'll be interesting. But, Zach, let's talk about your Raiders. No, don't don't that you that need to me. eat it on. No, don't put that on me. They're not oh, my yeah. Raiders. You need to eat it on your Raiders. They go into Heinz Field sure they and do. they get the victory. Sure. Zach, the Raiders are two and zero on the season. What do you think about that? <laughs> Derek Carr has been awesome. He has been. He has been. And I've always loved Derek Carr. He's looking like his 2016 self. He really is. And I love that he's shoving it to to. Uh, to, to the front office to Gruden. about trading yeah. Gruden and and Mayock just yeah. eat it on Derek Carr. <laughs> Shove it. Yeah, because you know if they would have lost either of these games in the first two weeks, he'd be taking the blame. He would be taking Absolutely. the blame. But here is where, I mean, look, look, I was very vocal about my hatred for how the Raiders went about their offseason. Okay? Uh, so far, it hasn't been them in the ass. It hasn't. Not really. But Here's what I will say. In week one, they got the game handed to them. Absolutely got the game handed to them in the final oh, minutes. Oh, my God. Week two here. Week two here. They're playing Ben Roethlisberger, who, newsflash, it's not 2008 anymore. It's not even 2017 anymore. I can't believe you're doing this. Ben Roethlisberger. I, I, I mean, I put in our chat yesterday, would you rather have a Whirlpool washing machine or Ben Roethlisberger under center for you. I'm leaning towards the washing machine because he, Bryce, he had one of the ugliest interceptions I've ever seen in the first quarter of this game. It was, there wasn't a stealer within 15 yards. It was all silver and black. He was throwing to put this man in the nearest retirement home and just lock him in there. Just lock no, but, him but, in. but Zach, you're discounting both of these wins. Yeah, I am. No, I don't know why you're discounting the Baltimore win. Baltimore just beat Kansas City. 
Baltimore gagged the game away. They ga- it was it, their game. They, they gagged joke. it. That was the only what way they could have lost the game is if they what gagged it. That's how they did. What a joke. Listen, here's what here's why here's where I will apologize. By the way, the Steelers didn't have Devin Bush or Joe Hayden, but whatever. Okay. Here's where I will apologize to the Raiders. One Raider in particular. Henry Ruggs. Henry Ruggs looked awesome. And I've always thought he was no, just, I'm not ready to do that. I've always thought he was just a deep threat. And you know what? Maybe he is, but he had a great game, so I'll give him props. Um, but he's the only Raider I'm going to apologize to. Uh, I mean, that's fair. I mean, what makes this win more impressive? I don't need to apologize to Carr because I've always thought he was good. No, no, I've always been a big supporter of Carr. I, I do think he's a great quarterback, and he's been outstanding this past these past two weeks. Yeah. I mean, and, and they did it without Josh Jacobs this week. Which I think is huge. I mean, pretty much without Kenyon Drake too. Yeah, Kenyon Drake no show. Seven carries, nine (laughs) yards. I mean, honestly, Peyton Barber was a no show too. I mean, thirteen carries, thirty-two yards, and he had one one run that was thirteen yards. So I mean, this is all Derek Carr here, and I got to say, Derek Carr did a better job of distributing the ball this time around. They didn't try to force feed Darren Waller like they did Week One. Surprising, right? I mean, Ruggs, Waller, and Hunter Renfro all had seven targets. Kenyon Drake had six. Um, they had Brian Edwards, three targets. Foster Moreau, three targets. So they're spreading the ball a little bit more in the passing game, which I, which I think is is very good for that Raider offense. I don't I don't think force-feeding Darren Waller all season is going to be the answer there, as, no. as awesome as, as Darren Waller is. Okay, don't get me wrong. It's not the recipe for success. But, I mean, the Raiders have come out swinging. And I mean, this defense has been a force to be reckoned with as well. I mean, they gave Lamar Jackson absolute fits. They gave the Pittsburgh Steelers offense fits. I mean, what's I mean, listen to this, you know, Najee Harris, very highly touted coming out of uh, out of college and, and, you know, expected to be the next great Pittsburgh running back 10 carries 38 yards. All right. He did better in the passing game. Five receptions, 43 yards and a touchdown. I will say he was more effective that way. Yep. But stopping the run, this Raiders defense has been great stopping the run. Even against Lamar Jackson and, and, and you know, his running ability, um, which is, you know, elite at, you know, at its finest. So, I mean, the Raiders are in good shape here, Zach. I mean, let me ask you this. <laughs> Can they challenge for a division title? No, 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 I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to stop you right there. I understand they've had a nice start to the season, Bryce, but you as shame on you, Bryce, because there's somebody who is already touting Patrick Mahomes as the greatest quarterback of all time. He is. He is he, the greatest quarterback of all time. Not yet. Okay. Not yet. He is. Uh, he's the greatest quarterback of all time is still playing. So yeah. No, it's Patrick. Mahomes. You're right. He is still playing. He's going to no, play for a no, very long time. No, Patrick Mahomes. No, no, no. Stand Listen. by it. Listen, listen, shame on you, Bryce, because the Chiefs are going to win this division, okay? They're going to win it, not easily, uh, but they're going to win it. The Raiders, you know, it's a nice little cute beginning to the season, but that's all it is. Cute. Cute. It's cute. Okay. It's very cute. It's very cute because, you know, you're playing against a team missing their two best, two of their best defensive players, okay? Then TJ Watt gets hurt. Uh, later on in the game. And in week one, you get the game handed to you on a silver platter because uh, the Ravens can't close. So, uh, you know what? Okay. Good good okay. for you, Gruden. 
okay. for tricking everyone into thinking the game hasn't passed you by, but you're not tricking me. Okay, you're very lucky to be two and one. Well, I mean, then when you look at the Steelers, I mean, Zach, I feel like this is just what the Steelers' offense is. Unfortunately, I mean, a lot of playmakers, but ugly. You know, seventeen to twenty points a game. I mean, they're really relying on that awesome defense of theirs to to get stops, and, and I mean, rightfully so. I mean, it's, we saw it week one against the Bills, but, I mean, Derek Carr kind of shredded them this week. Yep. Um, you know I mean, what they what are, Bryce? Go ahead. They're the Bears of the AFC. The Bears of the AFC. Interesting. Fantastic defense, but they <laughs> quarterback, the guy they're rolling with right now, isn't working. Decent weapons on offense otherwise. I mean, really good weapons on offense for the Steelers. Really good. But I just feel like they're being wasted because Ben can't throw. He couldn't throw last year. So I don't know why they thought giving him another year would make his arm better. It just hasn't. I'm not saying Mason Rudolph is going to be better because we know we've seen plenty of Mason Rudolph. We know he sucks. So uh, they're in a they're in a weird spot. I mean, they're they're in a spot where if Ben doesn't work. And if Ben gets hurt again, which, as we all know, is a real possibility. I was looking up Ben's stats before the show, and he's only played 16 games like four times. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So if he gets hurt again and goes down, which would probably be the last nail in the coffin for his career. You're looking at Dwayne Haskins. Bryce, I know he's your guy. I know he's still holding out faith, but Dwayne Haskins hasn't shown us anything in the NFL. Well, he will for the Steelers when he becomes a starter next season. But anyway, anyway, moving on. Okay. Okay. Uh, we got the Broncos and Jaguars. All right. Honestly, not a lot to talk about here. I'll be completely no. honest with you, Zach. No. But uh, here's what I will say: Jerry Judy um, out for however long. I think what do they say four to eight, four to eight weeks, six to eight bit. weeks, a little like bit, a little bit. So he's going to be out for a minute. Um, but I will say, Cortland Sutton. Coming off that ACL tear last season, um, look more like Corden Sutton uh, th- this week, Zach. Nine receptions, 159 oh, yeah. yards. Wasn't able to find the end zone, unfortunately. But, I mean, really looking like it, Zach. I mean, and Teddy Teddy Bridgewater delivers another looking good great. game against a bad defense, uh, you know. But that's neither here nor there. But, I mean, really what I want to talk about here is Jacksonville a little bit, Zach. Sure. Okay, obviously, I- I'm not... Trevor Lawrence's stat line looks awful when you look at it on paper. Okay, 14 to 33, uh, 118 yards, one touchdown, two picks. Okay, I, I'm not really going to focus on Trevor Lawrence. Look, he's a rookie. Okay, it's a work in progress. All right, I get it. I'll give him a pass. What I don't understand, Zach, and me and you, we both, all of us don't understand it. Why is James Robinson in Urban Meyer's doghouse? Dude, what did he do? You're really telling me that you think Travis Etienne is good, is that much better, you know? And now just, that Etienne isn't there, you're just gonna abandon the run game. It just makes me wonder because how much would they have been using Etienne at the rate they're using Carlos Hyde? Because if they're using Carlos Hyde this much, would James Robinson even be getting field time? If ETN was healthy, because he's 11 carries for James Robinson. This guy was the fifth leading rusher in the NFL last year. What are we doing, Urban Meyer? I get Carlos Hyde played for you, what, eight years ago? 
guess what? It's not Ohio State anymore. It's not. In fact, it's not even close. Carlos Hyde, two carries for seven yards. Congrats. James Robinson, 11 carries for a 4.3 average with 47 yards. And you're just like, you know what? I, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it at all, Bryce. And it's really no, frustrating I, I, for me I, because I own him in fantasy. And I don't, <laughs> back to the fantasy. I thought back I was getting a that. bell cow. I thought I was getting a bell cow, and Urban Meyer said, actually, no, you're not. So, Yeah, I mean, I, I don't understand it. I mean, Zach, here, here's, a, here's a damning stat for, for the Jacksonville Jaguars here. They are the only team in the NFL, the only team, to not have a red zone rushing attempt in two games. When they hit the that red zone, is... they have not ran the ball once. Oh, my God. Guys, I, 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 for the folks at home, that's not a recipe for success. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Having Trevor Lawrence just com- throw it every time and just telegraph that. Okay. Especially when you go against the Denver defense, who, you know what, honestly, honestly, are lucky to only escape the game, only having Trevor Lawrence be sacked once. Very, very, very fortunate. <laughs> That they escape. Okay, I'll tell you what. There, there are some people. There are some guys on that Denver defense that will actually that will absolutely murder salivating, salivating. They just weren't able to get home. No. But I mean, moving on. Jacksonville. You know, I think they're going to be the joke of the league this year. Denver off to a two and zero start. I'll tell you what. That AFC West, Zach. Looking good. Looking good. I Both mean, West divisions. I mean, the Chiefs are what? They're third. One and one. Third, yeah, they're third in the division right now. You could say fourth if you really want to put the Chargers ahead of them. You know that's your prerogative, but I mean they're bottom of the division right now. Yeah. Uh, Zach, we got to talk. I know this is going to be a fun one to talk mm, about. Mm. This is going to be a blast. Mm. Arizona Cardinals, <laughs> Minnesota Vikings, thirty-four, <laughs> thirty-three win for Arizona. <laughs> Greg Joseph. <laughs> this, is, this is a 37 yarder, like a schmuck. I mean, badly. Zach, this was a, this was dead on. It was a dead on field goal. And badly missed. It. Badly. A little Blair Walsh action. And you know, Zach, yeah. as much as you hate Kirk Cousins, this game is not on Kirk Cousins. He played it's really not. a good game. Yeah. A great game, in fact. Yeah. You have to give him props for the game he's played. 22-32, three touchdowns. Solid game for Kirk. Solid. Only sacked once. And you even got a good game out of Dalvin Cook. 22 carries, 131 yards. Nice to you see. Got, you got Justin Jefferson going. You got Thielen going. Everything's going well for you. You get in position to kick the, the field goal for the win, and it's ruined. <laughs> it's ruined. <laughs> you had a, a hot offense. <laughs> get beat. shit on, Minnesota. And Minnesota drops to 0-2. But on the flip side, Zach, Kyler Murray, outstanding game. He did have the two interceptions. But, I mean, just does it just – is it me, Zach, or does Kyler Murray just looks like he's out there and just makes stuff up sometimes? This guy – he looks like me on a math test, just making shit up. I mean, he's just – he is – he looks awesome. He looks awesome because – He's my pick for the MVP. So you're sticking with the MVP pick. Yeah, I, I made I I made the decision last year and it, you know, backfired, but I'm sticking with it again this year. 
because I know someday, some year it's going to happen. So I'm just going to say it every year until it does. Well, let me ask you this, Zach. I mean, is it a little concerning for you that that Arizona really doesn't have an established rushing offense and it's a lot of it is just Kyler Murray on the run? I mean, do you, do you feel like that's going to come back to bite him later on down the season? Uh, it does. It does a little bit. I mean, Edmonds and Connor are both really solid. I kind of wished before the season they would just give Edmonds the reins and be like, here you go. But, you know, Connor's not bad. By any means, he's he's really good on the Steelers, and he's been okay through two weeks. But yeah, it does kind of concern me. Kyler Murray making stuff up on the fly doesn't concern me so much. Uh, I mean, it looks pretty. Yeah, it looks great. I mean, however you get Rondell Moore that wide open on that seventy-seven yard bomb, Dude, I have uh, no idea. Uh, <laughs> I have uh, no idea. But I mean, that's it's easy pickings there. I mean, it just I don't get it. And I tell you what, I mean, Arizona's got a real dangerous receiving core with with, with more AJ Green and DeAndre Hopkins. Who, who has more weapons? Had a touchdown on offense. Who has more weapons on offense? Uh, the than, Bucks than, probably. That's that. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's it. Dude, yeah. I don't even think the Chiefs have more. You know? No, not anymore. Not anymore. I, I look, I look at heart. Well, we'll talk about it later, but I mean, I mean, my only concern about the Cardinals is, is, I mean, the defense put on a show against Tennessee, but they give up 33 points to the Vikings. I mean, is this what we're going to expect from the Arizona Cardinals defense just up and down weeks? Again, not a great recipe for success, especially in the division that you're playing in. Right. Think about Cardinals Rams. Cardinals play Seattle. Cardinals play Niners. They all play them twice a year. I mean, what? I mean, do you think this is going to be a week to week thing with the defense, Zach? Uh, I don't think so. Just because Chandler Jones is so dominant, I think he will get his every week. Um, but the rest of the defense, it's just kind of okay. You know, I mean, I really think losing Patrick Peterson is a big deal. And it didn't really get, it really didn't get talked about that much in the offseason. They're just like, yeah, Patrick Peterson, he's on the Vikings now. He's gone. Yeah, well, they just beat him. So maybe they didn't need him that bad. Maybe they didn't need him that bad, but I still thought it was a pretty big loss. Um, That's, I mean, what do you think? Do you think, yeah, I mean, you must think so if you ask the question because. I don't know. I'm kind of thinking it, man. I, I, so up and down. I mean, if you look at it, Chandler Jones didn't even record a tackle. He didn't record a tackle. He had, he had three quarterback hits, but no tackles, uh, yeah. no pass deflections. Uh, I mean, he's getting there, just didn't get, wasn't able to get the finishes. I don't know. I think, I think it's left to be seen. I think they still have a lot of young guys on that roster. I think they're still learning. Uh, but I, I think it can be a really good defense on any given Sunday. I, I, I'll tell you that much. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I mean, as far as the Vikings go. <laughs> <sighs> 0 2 is not what you want. It's not definitely what you not want. what you want. Zimmer already probably on the hot seat already. He's this on is the hot definitely seat. Not, not helping his cause. I think that they can win games. I think it's just about finishing. It's about finishing games. This is the issue last season. They couldn't finish games. So, I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens. I mean, luckily, you know, their division isn't great. So, I mean, they will have opportunity for a wild card. I don't think they win this division, 
I think Green Bay is, you know, they looked back like to Green Bay. I think Chicago, yeah. if they straighten out their quarterback position, could potentially challenge. And Detroit's um, Detroit. Detroit is going to be Detroit. Good luck, Dan Campbell. <laughs> but anyway, moving okay. on to our next game. Cowboys yeah. Chargers. Another good game. Low scoring ah. game. Ah. Um, interesting game. Uh, I want to talk about this, Zach. So, I mean, you were you were Brett, you were born into a Cowboys culture. You watched a yes. lot of Cowboys throughout my father, your years. My dear father. father. Shout out Chris Griffith. Yep. We should have him on sometime. That'd be fun. <laughs> be painful for him. It would be painful. <laughs> Not this week though. Not this week. Not this week. Very good. Greg the leg. Redemption week. Who'd have thought? Beautiful. Greg Zerline makes a kick. 56-yarder. Beautiful. Nailed it. <laughs> Had enough leg to go another five yards probably. Zach, here's my question to you. Yeah. The rushing attack. Yeah. Tony Pollard. Yeah. I mean, Zach, are we going to see Tony Pollard become RB1? I mean, I really hope not. I really hope not because the, it just... They're making it seem like Ezekiel Elliott has nothing left in the tank. And that is just not true. I don't think that's true. I really don't. Now, I I watched a lot of this game, Zach. I watched a lot of this game. And what I saw was they did not give Zeke a lot of north-south running. They give him a lot of east-west. Okay? And east-west running doesn't work with a big guy like Zeke. Okay? It It just doesn't work very often. All right, Tony Pollard, run them, run them east, west, all you want. Yep. Okay, but Zeke is a north, south, downhill runner, and they ref- they they barely refuse to do that for him. They refuse to do it, and I also think they get. I, I think a little more creativity in disguising when you're going to run Zeke. It was almost like they were telegraphing. When, I, I knew when they were, when Zeke was going to run the ball. I knew it. Yeah. And, and I think I think that's a problem. I know they're missing Lyle Collins. I, I, you know, Zach Martin was back and they ran a lot behind Zach Martin and rightfully so. Am I right, Zach? Oh, oh, if you can run behind Zach Martin, you do it every time, every Every time, time. every time. This wasn't a great Dak game. Uh, I mean, he got them in a a position. He got them in the positions they needed to be to win the game. I I thought, I thought Dak, this was more of a game manager Dak game. Uh, more than anything, really didn't really couldn't establish that connection with Mari Cooper that he had in in, uh, in week one. But I mean, C.D. Lamb continues his breakout uh, with eight receptions, 81 yards. I thought the pass game was fine. Um, that pick that Dak threw, uh, that was definitely on him. Um, it, it, it was an ugly interception. Very. Um, but I, I mean, the Cowboys did what they had to do to get the win. They got the win. Uh, I think they should have won by more, in my opinion. McCarthy gets should, off the hook. Uh, McCarthy definitely off the hook. Should you be encouraged as a Cowboys fan? Yeah, I say yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm on the fence with it. I'm on the fence with it. You got to win on the road. Because I Zeke? will give you that. Why? Why are you on the fence? I don't know. I feel like you should have beat this team. I, I, I think the Cowboys should have won this game more handily. I think I'm they're too talented for that. That's fair, but I'm encouraged because Prescott did not have a great game. Neither did Zeke. And neither did Amari Cooper. And we still won. Yeah. I, no, I, I think you... I, okay, I'll say this. I was very encouraged by the defense. 
I thought Trayvon Diggs played outstanding. Trayvon Diggs, boy, two weeks in a row, he's been good. And you know, Zach, you know, I'm happy to see our guy, Malik Hooker, making plays. Making plays. I love it. Making plays. I love it. He got the opportunity. Wilson was out at the strong safety position. Malik Hooker comes in, gets some PT, and I thought he played great. I thought he was great, and and I'm ha- I hope he gets more more playing time moving forward. Uh, so so that's really encouraging for me. I mean, as far as the Chargers go, I mean this is this was the mo last season, right? They can't win close games, and this is another one that they, that they lost. Um, Justin Herbert, two picks. Um, you know, you did you kind of I felt like they abandoned the run game. They abandoned the run game oh, yeah. again. Eckler only nine carries. Justin Jackson four carries. Uh, Larry Roundtree, only one carry. Um, I'd like to see him establish the run more. I think they have a good offensive line. I, you know, Rashawn Slater's a stud. You know, mm-hmm. get behind him and run, and run the freaking ball. I agree. Just run the freaking ball. I, that's going to open it up for Justin Herbert. Yes, I agree. I mean, that's why I'm encouraged that the if I'm a Cowboys fan, because, you know, everybody's been talking about the Chargers the whole offseason. You know, they really have. Part of that was... Because of Herbert. And now you win this game with your three best offensive players not doing that hot. So, you know, you pick him off twice, Herbert, that is. Uh, you really keep Eckler in check. You really did. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he got loose in the past game a little bit, but uh, I mean, for yeah. the most part, yeah. And Keenan Allen gets his big Mike Williams game. But yeah, Mike Williams breakout season, baby. I guess. Healthy. Healthy Mike game. Williams is good. Yeah, for once. Yeah. About time. So, no, nah, I'm fine. I'm fine if I'm a Cowboys fan. In fact, I'm fine after the first two games. I know you lost to the Buccaneers week one, but... Yeah, but you could have easily won that game. Could have easily won easily. it. All you did was easily. leave Brady too much time, which, you know, who hasn't done that? So, right. I'm well, fine Zach, if I'm a Cowboys fan. Zach, let me tell you, I, I was impressed with another guy uh, on the defensive side of the football. Man. Asante Samuel Jr. Yeah, dude, awesome. Stud. Steal Stud. in the second round. Stud. Oh, my God. He, I yeah. mean, he played amazing against Amari Cooper. That pass breakup he had where Dak threw it, he lasered it into Amari Cooper right into his chest, and and Asante Samuel was right there and just basically, I mean, ripped the ball. I, I, I would say he kind of ripped the ball out, but he had his hand in there and just broke up the pass. I mean, amazing defense by Asante Samuel this game. He is going to be a problem, just like his father was. Yeah, he really is. Problem. Problem. But I think these are two fun teams to watch throughout the season. I really do. I think they're fun teams. Yep. And it'll be interesting uh, to see where they go. All right, Zach, a couple more games left. Uh, Really good overtime game here. We got Titans, Seahawks. (laughs) Look, Seahawks had a big lead. (laughs) Choked it away. They let Derrick Henry control them. (laughs) Derrick Henry looking like the Derrick Henry of the past two years. 35 carries. Dude. 35. Jesus. 182 yards, three touchdowns. What other running back in the league can do that? Carry the ball 35 times. Not any. I don't think so. I don't think there's any left besides him. No, no. Uh, I mean, uh, Derrick Henry gets loose. Julio Jones finally has a 100-yard gain or 100-yard game there. Six receptions, 128 yards. Didn't find the end zone, though. Um, in fact, it was all Derrick Henry. 
um, on, on the offensive side of the football there. But uh, I mean, really good game from Tennessee here. Really good come from behind win. Got to give it to him, Zach. What do you think? You absolutely have to give it to him. Um, one thing I just don't get is, I mean, how do you lose this game for the Seahawks? Because I understand you can't contain Henry. And there's no shame in that because you can't contain anybody on the run. You you can't, and you haven't been able to the past two years. Okay, so there's, there's no... You refuse to address it. You refuse to address it. You sign Carlos Dunlap, and you're like... Yeah, Carlos Dunlap's good, but it's not like he's going to solve all your problems. Right. He's not. It's not right. like he's like Aaron Donald or, or Chandler Jones because he's not. So just stop. Right. Brian Tannehill throws for a lot of yards, but no touchdowns, no picks. Um, And it, you give up. Of course, of course, Julio Jones' first big game in a long time comes against this porous, porous Seattle defense. Of course it does. Of course it does. Mm-hmm. So I am really ashamed if I'm a Seahawk walking off the field after this game because you're up 24 to nine at half. You're up 24 to nine. 24 to nine. You're getting a good game from Russ. You're getting a great game from Lockett. And you're getting a decent game from Chris Carson. And you just absolutely gag it away in the worst way imaginable. Tough break for our Colts as well in this game because yeah. we needed a Titans loss and Seahawks, of course, couldn't give it to us. So I feel awful from a Seahawks. I feel awful. Titans, though, yeah. I'll give them credit. I'll give them credit. They stuck to their guns. Uh, Mike Rabel avoids they get the sack for perhaps the second week in a row. And they, yes, that's very what lucky. So they get for sticking to their guns. They know they're a running team. Uh, despite having guys like Brown and Jones on the outside, they know they're primarily a running team. So that's what got them the dub. So credit to them. Yeah, all props to them. I mean, they wait, the, the, the Seahawks waste the Tyler Lockett boom game. Uh, now I think Tyler Lockett will disappear for the next five weeks before he has <laughs> another 100-yard uh, game. Uh, so, I mean, best of luck. Um, it, use DK Metcalf. Don't use DK Metcalf. Doesn't matter to me. But uh, they better figure it out, um, you know, with their brand new offensive coordinator that seems to want to change everything. So best of luck to you. But anyway, both yeah. teams fin- are at one one now. Zach, we finally arrived to the Sunday night game. Yeah. Electric Sunday night game. Yeah. Very, very for good once, game. For once, an electric uh, Ravens-Chiefs game. Man, yeah, it's very one-sided. Patrick Mahomes always getting the best of Lamar Jackson. Uh, the game seemed to be in hand for the Kansas City Chiefs. They were going to go down. Harrison Bucker was going to win the game. Uh, then uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, who has all but disappointed uh, this season and honestly last season, uh, coughs up the ball uh, as yeah, uh, Baltimore rookie mm-hmm. Jason Owe knocks it loose. Zach, overall thoughts on this game? I mean, this is a phenomenal win for the Ravens. And dare I say... Much needed. Much needed. I, I was going to say, must win. especially. I would agree with you. I gagging, agree. Gagging against the Vegas last week. I so, agree. Is it the signature win of Lamar Jackson's career? Would you say that? I can't think of another one that I would be like... Yeah, um, great win. 
Yeah, you could definitely say so. I mean, he has one playoff. Or no, he doesn't have any playoff wins. Nope. So, yeah, I would say this is the one for me. I mean, you, I guess you could say that 56 to nothing game against the Dolphins is, is, is uh, sure if you really uh, want if, to. If you really but... want, but I would go with this just because everybody loves to hype this up as a rivalry and it really just hasn't been because the Chiefs have won every time, I think. But great win for the Ravens because now. Did the Chiefs kind of give it away? Yeah, they did. They did. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes interception and Clyde Edwards Alaire turnover. Absolutely. Yeah, but it's a good measuring stick to see where you are against the Chiefs because now you don't feel as bad about losing to the Raiders. I don't think. Um, you want to compare yourself to the Chiefs, who are the class of the AFC. This is how you do it. Lamar, you know, not the say best. It, Zach. Say no, it, not, not, no, I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say what you want me to say because it's wrong. It's not wrong. Um, Lamar can't throw. That's just bullshit. It's just bullshit. He can't throw. Right. Look, what, where was he thrown with those two interceptions? Look, he where it was. They were bad. It was bad. It where was very, both we, of them everybody were bad. has bad picks. He can't throw. Okay, yes, he can't. Zach, it's the Chiefs' defense. You know what the Chiefs' defense is. But listen, you listen, know. Listen, listen. It was. It wasn't great. It wasn't great. Oh my Those two picks weren't great. It. You're just gonna sweep it under the rug like it's I, nothing. It's I'm, a joke. I'm saying it was bad. I'm not, I'm not gonna sit here and say he can't throw. Joke. He can't. He can't throw. He's not an elite thrower. All right. Okay. How about that throw at the end of the game, Bryce? How about that? How about that? Oh, sure. He made a couple of good throws in this game. A couple. But he's not elite. One of them won the game, pretty much. Okay, so just, just, just okay, stop. He won the game with his legs. Let's not lie about it. Legs, not his arm. Listen, if he wins the game, I don't care. I don't care how okay. he does it. Okay. All right. Uh, a thing I'm very concerned about, though, with the Ravens, this running game. This running game. I mean, I like Murray yeah, pick a lot. Pick one. Pick one. And I like Tyson Williams. Demonte Freeman getting carries. It's like, Yeah, that's wow. a joke. I mean, I know he had two for 29, which sounds very good, but... I don't want Devontae Freeman in this game. Had, well, 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 hold on, hold on. I'll give you context, Zach. So he had two for 29. His longest run was 31. And he ended the game with 29 yards. Okay. There you go. So there you go. There That's you all you need to know. Williams looked good. Murray looked good. Murray is just, I've always thought Murray was great. Great running back. Um, and the receivers look good. I mean, another great Hollywood Brown game. And... Can you rely on that? No, he's kind of like Tyler, Tyler Lockett in that sense. Really booming mm-hmm. a bus week to week. But yep. listen, Ravens, great way to go into week three by beating the Chiefs and matching yourself up against defending AFC champs. Yep. I, I mean, it's definitely interesting. I mean, as far as Kansas City goes, I'm not really concerned um, I don't think you are either, Zach. I think Mahomes Hell knows no. that Hell Yeah, no. he was just trying to make a play on that interception, and, and it turned out badly. He shouldn't have thrown the ball, and he knows it. Um, and you know what? I think Patrick Mahomes m- might just start quarterback sneaking at the end of games to set up field goals instead of give it to Clyde Edwards to because that was a bad fumble. And not a way to, to stay on the field, I'll, I'll say that. Clyde Edwards Hilaire has not impressed no. uh, so far this season. I really didn't think he was impressive last season either. He wasn't. And he's lucky um, there isn't another running back on this roster. He's really Yeah, is. I, I mean you you have you have Daryl Williams. Honestly, I probably almost have Daryl like to have Daryl Williams at this point. I mean it 
Clyde's just just not getting the not getting the job done, and especially where Kansas City, I feel like this is a down year for them as far as weapons go. I mean, Kelsey is still going to do Travis Kelsey things. Um, Tyreek Hill, really bad game for Tyreek Hill. Three, they three did a good job against him. Fourteen yards. They did a really good job. I, I will say that. I mean, that secondary for the Ravens is good, even though they lost Marcus Peters. Um, but Byron Pringle, I mean, he made a play. Um, but I mean, you really don't know what you're going to get from Pringle week to week. Yeah. You can't rely uh, on that shit. Come on. Right. McCall Hardman, Demarcus Robinson. I mean, come on. I mean, <laughs> they're going to make plays like Bell. But they're not. Yeah. Blake Bell, Blake Bell, Joe Fortson. Bryce. Hey, you know what? I think Jarek McKinnon should see the field more. I agree. I was just going to say why, you know, I really Jared do. McKinnon has been he solid was good in San he's Francisco. Been. Yeah. Good I know he's coming off an injury. Yeah. But I, I think he deserves more PT. I really do. I think he's good. I think he, he can make he plays good. for you. He's quick. Um, I, I wouldn't be so concerned with that. Um, but, I mean, the Chiefs are going to do Chiefs things, right? I mean, if, they could, if the defense could be uh, – it's, you know, every year. If the defense was slightly better, I, I mean, that puts this team on another level, right? But um, it's not. It's not. So, no, we're going to get exciting high-scoring games like this. Oh, yeah. Zach, I, I really don't think there's much to talk about on the Monday night game. No, Packers won 35-17. <laughs> um, it was close for a while. Um, you know, the the Packers defense. Lions were leading um, at halftime. Lions were leading at halftime, but Aaron Rodgers, uh, the, well, the Aaron-Aaron connection yeah. uh, was working. Uh, Devontae Adams looked more like Devontae Adams this week. Aaron Rodgers looked more like Aaron Rodgers. Very efficient. Um and puts them right back on track. One and one. Lions dropped to 0 and 2. Not much concern there. Nope. Which leads us to our favorite segment oh, of yeah. the NFL season. Say it, Bryce. Our Get the Sacks Out. Oh, yeah. And Zachary Griffith, you can go first. No, for me, Bryce, it's not even close. It's Arthur Smith of the Oh, my Falcons. gosh. You're already doing this. Yeah, I am. You and Caleb just taking out rookie head coaches. Absolutely. So embarrassing. Absolutely. If he hadn't taken out Urban Meyer last it's week, good. I would have done it this week. Oh, my gosh. I would have because he's fucking me in fantasy. But that's um, Jeez. Arthur Smith. Arthur Smith, you know, they fired Dan Quinn because this team, like it or not, still has PTSD from Super Bowl 51. They just do. They just do. I mean, that's you can just look. I see it every week, man. <laughs> I mean, gee, Matt Ryan's face. He's just still in shock. So I'm giving it to Arthur Smith because you've been blown out in your first two games as a head coach. Um, one of which was against a quarterback uh, in Jalen Hurts starting his first season opener, and you absolutely get dominated by him. And then this week... You're playing the defending champs, and of course you're going to get dominated by them. If you got dominated by Jalen Hurts, why wouldn't you get dominated by Tom Brady, who, by the way, has nine touchdowns on the season already? Tom I feel Brady. like Brady's just messing around. It probably is. He probably is. So I'm giving it to Arthur Smith because, you know, they blame Dan Quinn for all these things, and it turns out nothing's changed. So, Arthur Smith, congratulations. Your first. Get the sack, and probably not your last. Uh, well, Zach, I think this get the sack is actually going to come to a shock to you. And I, I was just going through candidates, and I'm giving a lot of coaches a pass. A shock. I am not giving this coach a pass whatsoever. 
Frank Reich needs to get the sack. Oh, absolutely wow. needs to get the sack. And, and here's why, Zach. I mean, it, sound like my grandpa. I mean, here's my issue, and it's not an overreaction. Okay, I'm not overreacting. All right, I've given him time. Okay, stop getting up on the podium and saying everything's fine, and, and stop saying we just need to play better. Okay, but we're not playing better. We're doing the same exact things. We're making the same mistakes. We go out there, we tout our offensive line. It sucks. We go out there, we go tout our defense. It sucks. Okay. We go out there, we tout our wide receivers. They suck. Okay. We refuse to use Mo Alley Cox, who can actually make plays. Okay. All right. Frank Reich is calling the plays. Okay. I I see... uh, Hardly any creativity in the red zone. None. We run it four straight times and we get stuffed every freaking time. Take Taylor well, no, out of sorry, the game. Sorry, three times. And then we decide to run a pass play on fourth and goal. And all we get is a sack out of it. Frank Reich, figure it out or get the sack, bro. I know we just extended you, but come on. Give me a break, my guy. It's warranted this week. It's warranted. It is warranted. Zach, yeah. I'm looking forward to a great week three. But before we go, Zach, make it real quick. Who's your fantasy waiver wire pickup of the week? Oh, wow. Wow. Wow, I wasn't prepared for this. Yeah, I know. I got you. If his quarterback plays, Michael Pittman. Michael Pittman. I'm going Sterling Shepard this week. Sterling Shepard, I think it's a guy to look out for. I think he's a stash. Uh, we'll we'll see what happens there. I'm not guaranteeing, right. but I think it's somebody to keep an eye on. Right. But hey, another week in the book, Zach. Thank you for joining Shaddy Sanity. I'm sure Caleb will be back next week. Um, but hey, uh, don't forget to rate, subscribe our channel, give us five stars, um, and go listen to our other pods. We got uh, uh, AB and Dylan Power Hour. Uh, they're doing top 100 players. I believe they just released what was it. Uh, um, I can't, don't remember what numbers it were was right now. Uh, no. I forget. Uh, so I think they have 50, their top 50 left, I believe. Um, so listen to their first two pods and then they'll have two more come out surrounding that. Listen to our divine rhyme. Um, just got done talking about new, new stuff. Um, uh, finished up Mac Miller, uh, did the new Sturgill Simpson, uh, album. Go give those a listen. Zach. What do you got coming up, baby? Well, Bryce, you know. Wednesday. Oh, I do know. Superhero movie draft with yourself and Alex Burr. We're going to have a great time. Looking forward to it. 15 rounds, 45 movies getting picked. I can't wait to roast Zach when he picks the Raimi trilogy (laughs) with his first three picks. That's not going to happen. It's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. He's going to smuck up his draft because he's blinded by by bad. What, are you going to take Daredevil 2? Are you going to take that? Hello, Peter. Stop it. Stop it. (laughs) Stop it. But anyways... Thanks for listening and see you next week.